folks, Robert Barry, and welcome to Retro Crush, the podcast episode 119. And on today's podcast, we are going to talk with Steve Graff, a friend of mine from back in the day, and uh, we're going to have an intense discussion about who would win in classic comic book fight matchups. I, I think this may be the best podcast we've ever done. Frankly, I think this podcast would win uh, against the best Don and Drew has to offer. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, the, we, we, you heard the, the Captain America comic uh, cartoon, excuse me, uh, theme song that was from the 60s. And uh, we're actually going to play uh, some, uh, some more superhero cartoon theme songs when we're through with the interview. It's about 25 minutes long. And hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. Hey folks, I, I have longtime friend of mine, Steve Graf, uh, on the phone here. Uh, you may have heard Steve uh, interviewing a, a celebrity or two on the podcast in the past or read some of his uh, work. Um, Steve, we, we, we first met back in 8th grade. Yes, at I remember. Arroyo High School in, in San Lorenzo. Yes, we're just going to have it. It's a 20-year reunion pretty soon. The class phase 7. That's right. Are, are you hoping to to bag some some flame from back then? I'm making a list, checking it twice, seeing how big they are, fat they are. But I'm uh, making a list, hunting list, single hot chicks from high school. Well, you really can't be too choosy, you know. I know. I mean, at this point, at this point in your life, you know, I mean, yes. you're pushing forty. <laughs> I think the too, the too fat rule you could kind of throw out the door. I'm not talking just amazingly fat, not like, you know, freak show fat. I'm trying to carry At this point, you got to settle for limbs and a pulse. <laughs> limbs <laughs> optional. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, Steve, you know, you and I were, uh, you know, not so much these days, but we're, we're certainly big comic book fans growing up. For 30 and, years for me, about 30 years I've been in comics, or I've been into comics, or started three years ago. About you always had a, a great time. treasure trove of. of you were a Marvel guy. Yep. You know, I remember... Uh, and it, it seems that throughout our life, you were always, like, slightly contrary to uh, things I had liked to a degree. Almost where it was just it's sort of like fate, you know. Like, if... You know, I, I, I had Atari, you had the Odyssey 2 system. Yeah. You know, and I, I liked some of the DC characters, uh, Batman, Superman, and whatnot, and you were the total Marvel guy. Yeah. Um, even when it came to computers, you know, it was you had your uh, Amiga, but no, Coleco, Adam. I had the Adam. <laughs> the Adam. The ever popular. <laughs> can you, can you at least finally admit that that was the worst of the computers compared to the Commodore sixty four? No, it was all these years. Can, it could have been great. It could have been great. It had to have potential. I'm not. It's a company that made Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> made a computer. Come on. Give me the Cleveland Vision 2. Cleveland the best computer system of the 80s, the best video game system of the 80s, the Cleveland Vision, hands down. By the way, we used to get, um, and sometimes we'd get in some pretty good arguments about superhero fights, like who could be Oh, who. God, yeah. So yeah. I, I thought I would pose some of these uh, matchups to you for, for us to discuss. Yes. Um, so, um, okay, first off, let's talk Superman versus Thor. Ooh. I mean, cause you, ultimately, uh, who, who wins that fight, Steve? Thor, he's, he's magical, and he's a god, and, and Superman's 
gets magic, he sucks. And guy's a guy, he's gonna kick Superman's ass. He controls the weather, he can make it all cloudy, whatever, I don't know. He can just whip him. But Superman can look through Thor's um, pants. He can take them to the dimension with where there's no red vision. Sun. What's he gonna look at? Thor's penis. What's he gonna do? Maybe he'd see what Thor was hiding and use that against him. <laughs> Nah, or just you know, whip him to Asgard or something. Whip his ass. The other gods would kick his butt with him or something. Odin hold him down or something. Whatever you got to do, it would happen. The, I remember it's like Thor's hammer. Only Thor was worthy enough to hold that hammer. That's right. You could, there's so could, could pick Superman lift it up? Is he worthy? You think? If anybody is, would Superman be worthy? He might if he was a Marvel character, but I think DC has that little a caveat probably where no DC character hold it and then he just hold me, wouldn't pick it up at all. Uh, what's Thor's weakness? I know Superman's weakness is kryptonite. What's Thor's he, weakness? Some have said a barber, but uh, young boys. Let's be old Thor, I guess. Uh, um, weakness is his uh, use of really flowery language. I think is his weakness. I remember. Yeah, I remember that, like, he'd be hanging out with hippies, like, in the 60s, and it was like, <laughs> what's thou up to, thou bearded mate? Maybe I'm funky, man. You speak some cool language, brother, something casual. I didn't like Thor comics when I was growing up, because they were too hard to read. It was like, yo, enough of the Shakespeare. Just throw <laughs> your hammer, you know? <laughs> it's like a challenge. I like to read it. It was like the antithesis of Hulk, which was like, uh, Hulk, her flathead, or something. And it was like, Thor's like the big... Shakespeare of the uh, superior realm. Forsooth. Now, yeah, I, super- I still can't pronounce his hammer. Mythologer or whatever. I, can, I don't know what he's called. Mythologer? Whatever they call yeah. him. Mythologer. Okay, next, next, next scenario. Batman versus Captain America. Oh, two, two people with no true superpowers. You've got Captain America had the super soldier serum, uh, but it basically makes him ultimate human fighting machine. And he's got the training and the military skill versus Batman. Goes crazy and dresses like a bat to fight crime. Mm. Equally well trained, perhaps. Um, not enhanced with uh, chemicals, so he doesn't. He's not all juiced up like, like, uh, you know. He's not juiced up enough, I don't think. But so, think uh, so who wins that fight, Steve? Batman versus I think, Captain I think America. Very close, but Batman's got the killer instinct, probably, and would play dirty, and he'd beat the true. True blue Captain America who wouldn't cheat on somebody, wouldn't wouldn't screw him over, play fair, and I think Batman would, would fool him over and kill him or do something terrible like that. I think Batman would win just because he's a bad man. He's, there, he's, there's he's, an he's, argument I heard that Batman with preparation and planning can beat anybody because he's like that smart and devious, you know. Like like if he had time, he could kick Superman's ass, but. If taken by surprise, he's toast. Yeah, I don't know anybody like the Hulk. Was you the Hulk? No kryptonite there. He, I remember he fought a Hulk, the Hulk oh, yeah, before, no. yeah, and, but, and he put gas. He had like a bat gas canister, and then Hulk was like, "Hulk, hold breath forever. Hulk, hold breath long time." And then like Batman kicked him in the tummy, and it made him like exhale the gas. <laughs> he found that weak spot of his like uh, his abdomen or something, and made him. Uh, Exhale and, and then he blew one. him in his sleep. I thought that was kind of crazy for a comic. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, mm, this monster green cock sure tastes good. He had to see, he had to see a whole package look like he was fine. Uh, that didn't happen. I was tricking you, Steve. <laughs> his X-ray version was the uncut Stanley Okay, here's version. one for you that some people think about sometimes late at night. 
Um, <laughs> Human Torch versus Iceman. Who wins in the battle of fire versus ice? You know, oh. and the, what you got to think about before you answer is that um, fire and ice comes on like a flame, but then it turns a cold shoulder. <laughs> so, okay, who who wins? Hmm. I'd have to say I've always thought it was kind of Iceman because you, know, you take a match and you take a big block of ice and you try to ice you bomb a thing out of a match, it just goes out. But it That's matters, true. though. You know, it matters. There's a Fantastic Four involved. They're going to come in and help them out. The X-Men, can they show up, you know, that kind of thing? Is it one-on-one? No just one-on-one um, through a glory hole. Here's one for you. Let's, let's contemporize that, that fight argument a little bit. All right, let's see. There's a double glory hole, okay? So Iceman's dick sticking in one hole. <laughs> The, the, and, and the Human Torch sees that dick coming through the ice dick. And then Human Torch puts his fire dick into the glory hole that sticks through on Iceman's side. So they're, you know, they're, they're, they have a wall between them with their own separate holes. And let's, let's say for argument's sake the wall is fireproof and iceproof so that there's no fire that happens as a result. Um, now, if they start sucking each other's... Per, you know, ice and fire cocks through the the glory holes. Which one um, is damaged first? <laughs> I, I think Johnny's trying to get frostbite on his lips before Iceman gets a chapped lip or something. I think. Okay, that's fair enough. Fair enough, Steve. Fair is this going to be a, a whole new lineup, like a glory hole match off or something? <laughs> Radioactive man versus the thing or something. Glory hole. Okay, here's one. If if you stuck your cock in a glory hole, and the invisible woman gave you a blowjob on the other side, did you really get a blowjob? Hmm. <laughs> With the invisible woman. <laughs> the invisible woman really a guy? And when you look through the do. hole when she was through, would you just see a glob of cum floating in the air, or would that turn invisible? I, maybe sooner, maybe after. I don't know. I, I really I haven't seen that in the comics. That be, no, does, does what she eat turns invisible, too? I never see food running around her stomach, so I guess. So, I so you wouldn't be she seeing, like, around her, so. You wouldn't be seeing a wad of sperm in her after Probably not. After. Or Reed's dick, either, or something. Hmm. What's a, what if you, if, it, if, it, if you colored it first? <laughs> <laughs> So, so if green. you do paint on her, would that make her? Would she stays? She's got like a weird invisibility. Like she stays she invisible around her. no matter what. Yeah, yeah. She warps light around herself, so I don't know if paint would work okay. right off. All right, here's one for you. Um, glory hole, not glory hole. No, this is um, just a, cl- <laughs> a classic matchup here. Um, let's say Baby Huey. Baby Huey versus Hot Stuff, the Tough Little Devil. Uh, probably hot stuff, right? He's a devil. He's magical. He probably just burn the fat, crazy duck down or something. But like he's kind of tiny. Yeah, tiny. Because, because you know, Baby Huey would have that retard rage. Yeah, he's, he's not right. He's not right. He gets all nutty, but doesn't. I mean, you know, remember he'd get mad? 
Like, every now and then, like, they'd push him too far, and then, like, he'd be like, Duh! like, he would, like, you know, bash the fox's head into, like, bitch, you know? <laughs> cartoons, he'd go ape shit and just, like, whip the fox's ass, and be like, no, we alone. He was kind of like, he was pretty much like Lenny from Mice and Men. <laughs> yes, he was. He'd him after Lenny. Let me see the puppy, George. You know what was, that was sucked about that cartoon is, like, it didn't teach kids anything good about being nice to people that are different than you? Stay away from foxes. Don't trust the fox. Remember, like, everyone was the same way. There's, like, these three little shithead ducks that were pretty much like Huey, and they're like, hey, Huey, you're a a big idiot. (laughs) You can't play with us. Get away from us, retard! And then then this fox would come, or something along those lines, and put, like, gonna eat him, and then Huey would help him, and then they'd be all like playing at the playground together and laughing at the end of the cartoon. But then, like the start of the next cartoon, they're just like, "That <laughs> yeah, poor guy." He you, those little, and you know he was going to kill those little ducks after a while. You make Huey mad. Mm. And you also remember too. I, I I could swear in the comics he stayed with his grandpa. I don't read much of the comics myself. I remember it being... was like yeah, it was like there was this old. Old guy that took care of baby Huey because his parents couldn't handle him anymore. Maybe it's his dad too. It's maybe it's the grandpa dad kind of weird. No, it's definitely his like grandpa thing. Maybe it's his dad though too. That's why he's retarded. He has like a father grandpa. Yeah, that could, maybe that's the source of Huey's uh, mental <laughs> instability. Those are good points there, Steve. Good points. Okay, now here's one for you. Casper that's versus it. Satan himself. Now, what did Casper do wrong in his life where he can't really enjoy a proper afterlife in heaven? I mean, what what, what unresolved issues does a little? Ca- I mean, because that, that's sort of you know, Casper sort of flies in the face of the of the Catholic methodology that you know, if uh, kids are still innocent, they're going to go to heaven even if they weren't baptized yet. He's rich, rich though, so that's why he is. All that money he got. You think he was too greedy as Richie Rich? Too greedy as a kid. He has to work it off now in the afterlife. Okay. He wants to help people. Maybe that's why he doesn't want to go. He thinks he's needed. He wants to stay. uh, Okay, here's one for you. Frankenstein versus (laughs) C-3PO. Who wins that that matchup? I just beat him down while he's trying to talk to him. And then you're like, oh, I'm so sir. We want something. Oh, bam! We just destroy him. Like, ah, you know. Okay, you fell into a very common trap there because I was speaking of Dr. Frankenstein, not. Because the the monster is not called Frankenstein, stupid. He changed his name, though. He he legally changed it to Dr. Frankenstein. (laughs) He went to an eight-year program, and he got his last name changed. So he's now Dr. Frankenstein. Do you think Dr. Frankenstein could beat C-3PO? With a baseball bat or something, probably. (laughs) He can't really even lift his arms to punch. He's kind of got that... That shitty bent elbow to the side. <laughs> he can barely walk. He's, he's, he's like the stupidest designed robot ever. He's meant for protocol, I guess. Like, why, it makes you wonder, like, why didn't they just throw that protocol program in R2's body also? <laughs> like, why do they need some dude who's got restricted mobility? And... Boy, George Lucas was stupid. All right, speaking of George Lucas... Chewbacca versus Anna Nicole Smith's reanimated corpse. <laughs> I think he, I think Chewbacca ripped the arms off of it, beat it to death with its own uh, fat limbs or ex-fat limbs, I guess. 
Perhaps you're guess. right this time, Steve. I, I I can't come up with a compelling. But isn't it a big? It, maybe if she was fat and on super drugs, she might win. If she's all doped up and super, super fat. But she's all trim spot dead. Because you never saw Anna get like fighting mad, but I bet she'd kick some ass. Back in her crazy days, she probably could kick some. Yeah, as opposed to those later sane days, right? <laughs> Before she came up, no scholar, and that guy just yeah, no, uh, yes. Uh, but uh, first, she all thinned out and got all like, you know, kind of. Okay, here's up. one for you. Just man, mano y mano only here. We're talking <laughs> only hand to hand combat. We've got Al Gore versus George W. Bush Jr. Who wins? Mm. Hand to hand, huh? Oh boy! Oh, Gore's a little chunky. Bush is a little wiry, and he's dirty. He probably fight dirty. <laughs> Do some say, "Look, go, look down there. There's a, there's a flower you're stepping on." And boom, punch him. I bet Al, I bet Al could take a punch better than George because he's got all that that meat on him, you know. Yeah, he could probably take a punch. He, he could probably take several body shots and, and just laugh at George Bush. Whereas Bush you know, might go for the nuts, you know, cheap shot him in the nuts and then uh, drop him, you know, for nuts. Yeah, see, I could, I could see like Bush throwing dirt in his eyes or cracking a bottle and cutting him with it, you know. I could, you know, he's he probably fight dirty on him and beat him. Or Gore try to be all, you know, <clears throat> eco friendly or something. And all right, here's one for you: the Kool Aid Man <laughs> versus oh yeah versus um, Doctor Strange. <laughs> The master of the mystic arts. Who wins? <laughs> Doctor Strange. He's the master of mystic arts, isn't he? In this dimension, I'm sure he would beat the Kool Aid Man pretty quick. Yeah. Why would he? How the Kool Aid Man win? Exactly. Um, I don't think the, I think it, the only chance the Kool Aid Man has to win is um, by <laughs> massive anal rape. <laughs> Hello. Oh man, did I lose you? Huh? Oh. No, I'm here. Hello. Did you hear what, what I said? Yeah, massive anal rape. Yes. Okay, that I might s- work. That might work. But I didn't I'll, I'll laugh. I thought maybe you got cut <laughs> off, but I guess it just I laughed a little bit. There was a hiccup. Sorry, it just wasn't that. funny. I guess. Really. <laughs> Can you imagine Clay? <laughs> oh yeah, riding his ass. But um, how hey about Steve, I, I went to a yard sale today, uh-huh. and I found a Pac-Man puzzle for twenty-five Complete? cents. Complete. Um, it's missing one of Blinky's eyes. No, I don't know. No. It's, it's well, it's only twenty. It's ninety nine large pieces. Awesome. So uh, kids put together. She put together. What's Pac Man? What the hell? Exactly. Oh, is that Pac-Man. one of them crappy video games you get on those joysticks? <laughs> I think we see the end of those joystick uh, toys where you plug them into your TV. Uh, they're still making a bunch of those. They're not great. making new ones anymore, though, and most of them seem to be clearanced out now. I think people realize that most of the games suck. <laughs> but can you well, you know what I don't like about these Pac-Man kind of... I mean, some there's the, the Namco joysticks were pretty decent, but a lot of them, they weren't even the real version of the arcade game. Yeah. Or, you know, it was like... like there was one, uh, a Konami stick that had like... Uh, or was it French? Konami. I don't remember. But uh, but it, but it's like you know it's like it's like bad Nintendo ripoff versions of the arcade games. You know, it's not. I like want gyrus and everything. A Russian attack. Yeah, that, I heard about that awful. one. It looked totally good. And then uh, Randy bought it thinking it was turned to be a bunch of Nintendo ripoffs. I was like, what? Like, the, the stick's so uncomfortable. Like it's like this giant box you got to hold in the palm of your hand, and it's mm. like this like 
carpal tunnel syndrome. It made better you. better joysticks. It probably you know some yes. more. But the Atari was always sucked. I got one and it was like yeah. it took like five minutes. I was like, oh, I can't play anymore. These all games all blow. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't get any good ones. I saw right, Kool-Aid Man. Well, I was saying the uh, Kool-Aid Man thing at the end here. Wait a second. He right, busts through the walls of Doctor Strange Mansion. Oh yeah, through the walls. Gets Doctor Strange to drink him, but he's poisoned like the punch at uh, you know down. And he kills him with poison punch. I think that would be the Jonestown strategy used on him. That's what about um, Kool-Aid Man versus Punchy from Hawaiian Punch? Oh, God, that's a... That, that could be the clash of the titans that we've They drink each other, and they both die. A tragic uh, cross-poisoning of their punches. That was an interesting... Remember those old commercials? There was that, like, the Hawaiian Punch guy, Punchy, and then there's, like, this sort of drunk dude that was always hanging around him. <laughs> kind of like that... Plastic Man's partner, Woozy Winkles, you know, oh, yeah. big old hat, and then, and then he like every it was like, how'd you like a nice Hawaiian punch? And he'd say, sure, sure. and then he got slammed in the face. Hawaiian punch guy was like evil; he always beat you down. Well, and then like the next episode, next commercial, it's the same thing. It's like he, he's stupid. <laughs> that was a joke. Learn your well, lesson, okay? God. Either property damage or or you know physical assault. I guess you have to choose between the two. It's like those, ass- those asshole kids that didn't want to let the chicks rabbit have cereal. Oh God! Yeah, they're like, "Why? Just give them a bowl, okay?" Shoot. I mean, what's why? it hurt you kids to share? You know, I mean, don't be so racist. Sure, everything but rabbits. Like, no rabbits can get any for some reason. But rabbits? No rabbit can get a bowl oh. of cereal. Anybody else can, but not a rabbit for some reason. I, like, I wrote a thing before about how that teaches kids racism at an early age. <laughs> All those cereal commercials from the seventies, <laughs> like the Honeycomb Hideout. <laughs> Remember that one? Yeah. It's like the commercial was like, come to the honeycomb hideout. And then, and it said like, no girls when you got there. Like, whoa. Isn't that sexism though? Or, or, or keep out or something it said on the door. Like, what well, yeah, you no said girls. to come to the honeycomb hideout and here you say stay away. I think Imus watched too many of those commercials, I think, when he was growing up. Oh, let's, let's not get all political now. <laughs> yeah. That's what Imus' programmer should have said to him. Nappy headed hose. Oh, no, you said it. Now there's a fancy your podcast. I have to go talk to Al Sharpton. Now, Bob. Oh, you know what gets me about Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson? Is, uh, like, that people are even looking to them as, like, their opinion matters. Like, they're the moral compass of our country now, you know? Yeah, like, like I said, who voted them Wait a minute. Let's, let's go back to the year 1980-something. Oh, look at that. Jesse Jackson, in an interview, refers to New York as Jaime Town. Yes. That that gee, gosh, that's uh, insulting and racist, don't you think? <laughs> and then you got like in, in the eighties, like you got you know uh, Al Sharpton uh, hooking up with that Tawana Brawley rape hoax thing. That's all you have back And then he referred. And then after that, there was these uh, tensions between Jewish and black people in, in, in a certain area of New York there, and it was Bensonhurst, and and like he referred to Ju- Jews as diamond merchants. <laughs> 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 and even even like I think it was uh, three years ago in 2004 when he was running uh, for the the Democratic uh, spot Democrat yeah. spot in the primaries, yeah. uh-huh. and he, there's a quote I heard on the radio where he talks about one of the states where his his numbers were Jewed up. <laughs> someone was Jewing up the numbers. I like and we're getting and this guy's outraged that someone called someone a nappy headed hoe. Well, he's pretty much really like black? a. He's just exactly. like a, he's a ridiculous black version of Joseph Goebbels <laughs> himself. I mean, seriously, that that's like inexcusable anti-Semitism, and then people are like apologizing to him for being uh, racist. I mean, not to excuse anything I misheard, um, but 
just why do these guys even matter? I mean, it's like going to Jim Baker to speak for white America. Exactly. Come here, Jim Baker. But, but is ho really racist? Ho. Anybody can be a ho. There's a lot of white hoes, black you know, hoes. I, I say what I said is wrong in that. Huh? I, I, I agree that what I missed said was, was inappropriate because these are college basketball players that weren't asking for or deserving of anything to be said that of them. I mean, why would you call them hoes? You know, all them basketball players are such a hoes. Because they're chicks. I guess he was trying to be all hipster. You ever hear him talk? Yeah, he tries to be but, hipster. He's trying to go, hoes, them hoes. But that's stupid. Why is a 65-year-old white guy calling college basketball players hoes? Well, you know, they just, lost the game. You know, you can't you know, be mad at a sports team for losing a sports game. But he was I mean, attacking their the bombs, Those bombs, those assholes, those dicks, those guys, they always ring a rag on whoever loses a game. Football, baseball, I mean, what, these basketball chicks can't be, you know. Yeah, like if Michelle Wee loses a golf tournament, you're not going to go, oh, man, that that's slanty-eyed whore. <laughs> Why did she lose <laughs> that, that golf match, you know? I mean, what, where would that even come from? That's just stupid. Well, was nappy really all black? I mean, nappy carpet has a nap to it too. Doesn't make it black. I mean, I don't know nappy. Well, nappy refers to um, an afro that's like kind of all over the well, place. It's in the you know, like, nappy. Okay, perfect example would be like maybe short. Tracy Chapman would have maybe nappy hair. Nappy means short because your carpet has a nap to it. Is it nappy? Nah, not in the, in the, in the context of a. Uh, according to my uh, black urban dictionary, I've got here. No, but nappy in that regard, nappy hair, you know, would be like, you know, the the opposite of nappy hair would be like, you know, Whitney Houston's hair, you know, that's like straightened and stylized and quote more white looking, and you know, that's the, that's you know, well, I don't know, who cares? Who cares? I don't know. I'd be fired. Or who would win in a fight, Don Imus or <laughs> Hitler? <laughs> How many jackets can Imus wear? Might soften the blows. Well, that's a serious question. When? If, hit, if reanimated Hitler versus Don Imus. Reanimated Hitler. Hmm. Hitler probably went. He's a, he fought in a couple wars. Uh, it's probably tougher. Imus looks like he's going to die any minute anyway, so I'd like, peel over. He looks like a crib keeper with a cowboy hat on or something. <laughs> Not at all. Wah! I don't know. I can't stop. Right, here, okay, here's one for you. <laughs> I miss it, Hitler. All right. This is this would be a tough fight. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Anne Frank <laughs> versus Harry Potter. <laughs> Who is in that in that fight? <laughs> you know who wins? Nobody wins in that fight because uh, we all lose. We all lose. <laughs> Harry Potter probably. That, that would be the tagline. No matter who wins, we all lose. No. Say, so, Harry, Harry come on! Why are you fighting Anne Frank? You know, that's that's go for Voldemort. A little more of your speed, not some <laughs> poor girl hiding in an attic. Help me. Harry Potter's after me. Die. Harry Potter. Say like Harry Potter, man. I can't believe he, he sinks so low to fight Anne Frank. No. So that's that's the last book that's the end. He goes yeah. back in time, kills Anne Frank and Damn. rules the world. J. K. Rowling scoop. <laughs> there you All I can't believe she's like a billionaire. You know, she's a they made a billion dollars in that damn book. I can believe it. Twelve years ago, she was living in a, living in her car. She was homeless. She was like in her a car. Yeah. And now she's a billionaire. Oh. Well, hey, man. you know, you get a product that that's crazy. Why not, huh? Man, that's All right, wild. well, Steve, thank you so much for your time today. Okay, Robert. And um, you know, keep on fighting the good fight. You too, man. Um, and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be seeing you at our twenty-year reunion in August. 
Hopefully, yeah, for, hopefully for that, maybe. I've got 100 pounds to lose by August. <laughs> Good I'm going to go with amputation as an <laughs> alternative. So. That's the that's the, that's the that's easy way out, man. Easy way out. Only the only little quitters do that. You have to go for them. All right, man. Who's right, along well, or something? Take care, Cut everybody. Steve Grass, you can check him out uh, at myspace.com slash furrylover2007. <laughs> talk, talk to you later, dude. Bye, man. Bye. Thanks again to Steve for uh, that that uh, interview to end all interviews there, I think. A um, lot, lot of fun stuff there. So as promised, I've got some more comic book and superhero-themed theme songs for you. Uh, first up, we've got one of my favorites. Uh, it's Underdog. And, uh, you know, one thing, this is a, such a great cartoon, and Disney's got a version of it coming out as a live-action movie. And they're actually using, like, a real dog in it, so it kind of looks like that PBS series Wishbone. Looks horrible as hell. I mean, the whole gimmick of, of Underdog was that it was, you know, dogs walking around and doing things like you or me, and just having it like just a dog flying around that's a real dog. Just, I mean, they could have done CGI, dorky costumes, something like that, but oh well. I guess they know how to market their stuff better than me. There's no need to fear... Underdog is here. When criminals in this world appear and break the laws that they should fear and frighten all who see or hear, the cry goes up so far and near for underdog. 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 Be the lightning roar of thunder, fighting all who love or plunder. World, the headlines read of those whose hearts are filled with greed. We rob and steal from those who need to right this wrong with blinding speed. Goes underdog, 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 underdog. Speed of lightning, war of thunder, fighting all who rob or plunder. Here's a theme from a cartoon from the 60s. It was called Marine Boy. And um, it came out about the same time as Speed Racer. And it sort of faded into history. Most people don't remember it. But it was actually a pretty fun uh, cartoon. It was more or less a Speed Racer set underwater. Um, that's about all I can really remember of it. But it was a fun... I remember enjoying it as a, as a, cart- as a kid there.
So here's a, a couple other theme songs were some DC cartoons, DC comic book character cartoons uh, from the, the 60s. Uh, one's for The Flash, and the one that'll follow it's for Green Lantern. And uh, as I've pointed out before, for other themes of this nature, this is narrated by Ted Knight from Mary Tyler Moore and Too Close for Comfort. A scarlet costume ejects from his ring, and in a blur of motion, police scientist Barry Allen becomes The Flash. World's fastest human, the Flash, whose speed enables him to vibrate through solid walls and conquer the barriers of time and space in the pursuit of evildoers. The Flash, Scarlet Speedster for Justice. By authority of the mystic guardians of the universe, on the far distant planet Oa, Al Jordan test pilot becomes the Green Lantern, a cosmic crusader whose magical power ring at his bidding accomplishes the impossible. In his continuing fight against interplanetary evil, Green Lantern, guardian of the galaxy. I love that line in that song, uh, Inner Satin Tights, fighting for the rights of the old red, white, and blue. Not quite a superhero, but I really liked this uh, Harvey cartoon theme song uh, that was based on a comic book called Little Audrey. That's about all the time we have for today. Uh, join us next uh, episode for our special six-year RetroCrush.com anniversary show. 
And I'm going to leave you with my favorite superhero theme song of all time today. In the meantime, please check out RetroCrush.com. You can email us at rberry at RetroCrush.com and call the RetroCrush hotline at 916-231-9480.